0: Welcome to the Breathe Easy Critical Perspective Podcast. My name is Dominique Pepper, and in this podcast, we interview leaders and experts in critical care. And for today, we go to Nepal to discuss outcomes among mechanically ventilated patients with severe pneumonia.
1: My name is William Checkley. I'm a pulmonary and critical care physician and an associate professor of medicine with joint appointments in international health and biostatistics at Johns Hopkins University.
0: It's an absolute pleasure to have you on the podcast with us, Will. Um, you're calling all the way from Nepal, so uh, we're really excited to have you on the call with us. Um, we will be discussing uh, your manuscript entitled Outcomes Among Mechanically Ventilated Patients with Severe Pneumonia and Acute Hypoxemic Respiratory Failure from SARS-CoV-2 as well as other etiologies. Um, So maybe for the benefit of our audience, um, you can tell us, uh, why did you perform the study? Um, What what was your motivation?
1: Sure, well, uh, early during the pandemic, there was a concern that COVID-19 pneumonia was physiologically different than pneumonias from other causes, and that it may require a different approach to mechanical ventilation. But this represents a deviation from evidence-based recommendations. For example, early reports suggested that low tidal volume ventilation may not be necessary and may even be harmful. Uh, and if we found that these recommendations were likely driven by early and uh, incomplete observations from studies that had a small sample size or used uh, simple statistical comparisons that uh, lead to a high risk uh, of compounding.
0: Yeah, that was really interesting, um, the point that you make uh, at the beginning of the uh, pandemic, whether due to anxiety, um, some clinicians abandoned um, established clinical practice and opted for non-evidence-based approaches uh, without you know, first relying on those and building a good foundation as to what was actually happening with these patients. Why do you think that happened?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, we were no different at our place as well. We We did things uh, you know, we, we thought that maybe humidifying or having uh humidification in the ventilation would lead to um aerosolization of the virus. So we decided uh, for a short amount of time, it was like, well, maybe we should like uh not humidify as much or not even humidify the ventilators, but of course that created significant uh um, and, and and thick mucus that then uh affect the patients adversely. So we learned quickly. That we had to go back to our old practices, so it's it's definitely something that uh, that that made us think about why is it that we have uh, you know our evidence based recommendations.
0: Yeah, and I think yeah. as you said, we fell back on our evidence based recommendations and actually proved them um, to benefit the patients greatly. So you performed the study to determine whether. COVID pneumonia had a higher mortality compared to other um, pneumonias. Um, if it was plausible mm-hmm. that COVID had a higher mortality rate, what would the mechanism of that be?
1: Uh, well, uh, in it was thought that it was related to the degree of inflammation caused by the virus and uh, probably it also involves host uh, virus interactions as to how it play with could lead to a more severe form of pneumonia, uh, and or a more severe form of ARDS uh, that could then be linked to uh, just higher mortality. Um, so that's yeah
0: agree. Um, so the, the, those are the viral and host interactions. And then obviously um, the overwhelmed health facilities played a big role. And, and we definitely uh, saw that in New York uh, where there was a high mortality um, due to the lack of available uh, ICUs. So let's jump into um, your study aims. What is the aim of your study and uh, what were the methods? Well, uh, we
1: sought to compare key characteristics, clinical outcomes, and respiratory physiology between patients hospitalized with COVID-19 pneumonia uh, who uh, required mechanical ventilation against uh, patients uh, who had uh, pneumonia that also required mechanical ventilation, but the pneumonia was from other causes. So uh, to do this, we conducted a uh, retrospective analysis of patients with acute hypoxemic respiratory failure uh, due to the pneumonia, who required mechanical ventilation at the five hospitals of the Johns Hopkins healthcare system. So we used the hospital administrative data to develop two distinct cohorts in time, one consisting of patients admitted between July of 2016 and December 2019, and another consisting of patients admitted between March 2020 and July 2021, so all that period during the pandemic.
0: So why did you not choose to have a cohort at the same time as the COVID-19 pandemic?
1: Well, that's an excellent question. As, as you well know, um, there was virtually no uh, other pneumonias other than COVID during the pandemic. Our public health measures were incredibly effective at uh, um, just eliminating the risk for other pneumonias. Uh, and uh, yes, there probably were other pneumonias, that especially later on in the pandemic and as people are getting uh, vaccinated for COVID and, and we're more protected. Uh, but uh, just th- th- the numbers uh, of pneumonias from other causes uh, was too low to actually be able to build a contemporary cohort. So that's why we chose uh, uh, to... Uh, use a relatively comparative uh, cohort. So just a period just before the COVID pandemic. And uh, uh, we think that the period between July 2016 and 20 uh, and, and December 2019 was relatively comparable. There were no major changes in our evidence-based practice of uh, management of pneumonia or ARDS. Uh, and as a result, this this could be a, kind of a, a, a reasonable group. So we thought that evaluating this like large cohort of patients with acute respiratory failure uh, would help us. In total, we had about 1,800 uh, patients, 700 with uh, COVID pneumonia, and about 1,100 with uh, pneumonia from other causes. And to our knowledge, this is one of the largest uh, comparative cohorts
0: Great. So, what were your findings? Um, you compared those seven hundred COVID patients uh, with the eleven hundred non-COVID patients. Uh, both had pneumonia. Um, what was uh, was there a difference in mortality? And uh, how did you interpret the findings?
1: So, a couple of things. First, uh, we found that there were no differences in in respiratory physiology, and we're thinking about uh, uh, you know respiratory. Uh, uh, um, respiratory system compliance or, uh, or ventilatory ratio. So uh, there's no difference in, in respiratory physiology between patients with pneumonia from COVID-19 and that from other causes In suggesting that COVID-19 pneumonia was physiologically similar uh, to other pneumonias. We also found that there were no differences in hospital mortality in 90 days uh, between patients with pneumonia from COVID and that from other causes. Again, suggesting that uh, COVID-19 pneumonia was not more severe than pneumonia from other causes. We did find that uh, patients with COVID-19 pneumonia were ventilated for longer than those uh, with pneumonia from other causes. So reasons uh, reasons for that uh, are likely multifactorial and probably are a combination of pathophysiology and, and clinical practice. Uh, we we did uh, you know a couple of things that we did differently during the COVID nineteen pandemic was uh, you know just the uh, use of more sedation and analgesia uh, and, uh, uh, and 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 this could have contributed to kind of longer um, uh, longer uh, longer mechanical ventilation uh, uh, stays or and yeah uh, longer use of mechanical ventilation um, you know another thing is to uh, to point out is that as part of the data that we collected. Uh, we were able to get uh demographics and severity and and and, and other information and we used uh, uh, regular uh statistical methods kind of both standard and causal inference methods um, based on propensity scores uh to control for confounding because uh just the cohort's uh for covid-19 pneumonia were different uh both demographically and severity compared to uh you know just uh the cohorts from the uh uh the cohorts that pneumonia from other causes. So here, controlling carefully from confounding is incredibly important. So when you bring all the data together, all this suggests that mechanical ventilation in patients with COVID-19 pneumonia should be no different than in patients with pneumonia from other causes.
0: That's pretty important work Um, doing this analysis, uh, because this was a really big question at the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, Are these patients behaving differently from before? Do they have different physiologies? Should we treat them differently? And your study found that uh, from respiratory physiology, they were pretty similar, um, Mm -hmm. and that we should continue um, our usual care or evidence-based practice um, before uh, leaping to alternative therapies. Maybe you could uh, speak a bit about um, the fact that these patients uh, needed to be on the ventilator for a longer time. You mentioned that they had more uh, analgesia, more sedation. Um, How much did uh, hospital-acquired infections contribute? Uh, Anecdotal evidence would suggest that uh, these patients invariably went on to develop either pseudomonas pneumonia or MRSA pneumonia um, or ventilator-associated pneumonias. We're able to uh, analyze that component of this day, um, and how did you interpret that?
1: Yeah, we didn't get a chance to uh, separate um, separate the data by um, secondary infections. So that's something that could potentially be done, and I think that would be better suited to do it in, in when collecting data longitudinally uh but uh you are correct that uh many patients with covid nineteen pneumonia um developed uh super infections or secondary infections that also pro- uh that also contributed to uh bad outcomes uh it is uh it is well known that uh the longer you stay on the ventilator the higher the risk uh of uh, developing a secondary infection or Kind of a more a, a, a more serious infection like a fungal pneumonia. So this is uh, you know, just uh, uh, this this is something that uh, that would be uh, of to explore in to explore in in, in other databases uh, or at least with other sources of information.
0: Great. And then, Will, are uh, you able to comment on um, venous thromboembolic events? Uh, because uh, th- there was data showing that uh, some of these patients had an increased risk of uh, pulmonary emboli. And then also, um, can you comment on any surprises that you had in your data, anything that uh, made you think, oh, I didn't expect to have that finding?
1: Mm-hmm. So um, we we didn't collect information uh, on... Uh, on on venous thromboembolism uh, in our in our administrative data, so wouldn't be able to to answer that question. Uh, and uh, in terms of what uh, what surprised me uh, out of the data, um, let's see. Um, I would have expected after seeing kind of the differences and uh, the, the lack of differences in respiratory physiology and mortality to have. Uh, uh, just more similar lengths of stay, after adjusting for confounders and whatnot. But kind of in retrospect, uh, thinking about what what was uh, what was the management of patients with COVID nineteen pneumonia, and uh, understanding the amount of sedatives and analgesia that we use that it. it, it it kind of made sense as to why there were like longer lengths of stay. And I think that's an area that we should examine further to try to understand, uh, you know, what what were those differences? Why is it that we went back? Uh, and, and when some people say we almost went back in time to to practice our use of sedation and analgesia back to the to the nineteen nineties uh, in uh, in in our ICU patients. Uh, who had COVID pneumonia?
0: Some would postulate that it uh, was related to um, very limited uh, nursing staff um, uh, and the, the risk of uh, self-extubation, um, correct. and the fact that and folks just didn't know what to expect.
1: Yeah, that's that's absolutely correct.
0: So, um, well, uh, what were the key limitations of your study? There are no perfect studies, and it's very important for all the readers and listeners of um, uh, this article and podcast to be aware of the limitations in the study when interpreting it. What do you want our audience to be aware of uh, when they read your manuscript?
1: Well, we use data from a single healthcare system in Maryland. Uh, our findings could be very different in New York uh, or in in other settings. So it, 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 I think it's important to verify and, and compare it against other settings. Uh, another thing is that we're using administrative data and uh, there's always at risk of unidentified differential patterns of data errors or missingness that may introduce bias. Uh, we also uh, didn't uh, capture systematically any differences in, in, in management. And uh, you already uh, made mention of another potential limitation, which is, uh, you know, it would it be ideal to uh, use a contemporary cohort kind of at the same time between March of 2020 and July of 2021? Uh, but uh, there were simply not enough cases of non-COVID pneumonia uh, in that time period. So that's why we chose uh, a recent historical period from the 2016 to 2019. Uh, but even though we're using, you know, just propensity score analysis uh, with the aim to you kind know, of achieve balance in covariates, there could still be the possibility of uh, remaining unmeasured confounders that could affect our findings.
0: Yeah, I think those are all very important uh, limitations. Will um, and then to close the loop on this, um, we always do these studies with the hope of gaining further knowledge that it ultimately. Uh, benefits our patients and advances our clinical practice. What would you say that this study does in advancing uh, uh, medical science? Well, I think the, uh,
1: kind of the main message of our paper is that uh, the findings of our study suggest that mechanical ventilation used in COVID-19 pneumonia should just follow the same guidelines uh, as for any pneumonia.
0: Great. Uh, Let's stick to evidence-based medicine until we uh, find a good reason uh, to uh, divert from that. Um, Will, you've been very gracious with your time, and I applaud you and your team for um, uh, this really great manuscript. It was published in uh, JAMA Network Open uh, 2023. Uh, It was entitled Outcomes Among Mechanically Ventilated Patients with Severe Pneumonia and Acute Hypoxemic Respiratory Failure from SARS-CoV-2 and Other Etiologies. Do you have any final words for our audience?
1: Thank you very much for the opportunity to share our thoughts.
0: A big thank you to Dr. Checkley, and a big thank you to all of you for listening to the Breathe Easy Critical Perspective podcast. I'm Dominic Pepper for the American Thoracic Society.